everyone. Welcome to Her Take. My name is Jackie. I'm Jen. And I'm Kira. A while back, we had an idea to start a podcast. So we thought, why not? We came together to create a space where we could openly share, learn, and grow with each other as we navigate life after college and in the realm of adulthood. Every week, we'll be sitting down to check in with each other and reflect on what's been on our minds. Any topic, big or small, meaningful or not so much, we'll be sharing our take. Thanks for joining us. Let's get into it. and welcome back to Her Take. It's Jen here and I'm joined of course by Jackie and Kira for a special Thanksgiving themed episode. Um, We're hoping you're having a lovely Tuesday and we're wishing you an early happy Thanksgiving. Um, It's been kind of a hectic week for all of us but um, I'm going to turn it over to Kira right now to tell us how you're doing so far and anything you want to share with our listeners. Thank you. Yeah, happy Tuesday, everybody. Hello, how are you? How are you feeling? Um, I am doing well. I have been home this week, which has been more grounding than I was expecting. I think I was kind of worried about coming home after I was just starting to settle in my new apartment in California, so... I was a little unsure if I would find it hard to leave and be here and be with my family and love it so much and not want to go back, but I've actually found it really recharging and um, inspiring. I just find New York so inspiring. I love being in the city and being around that energy, especially this time of year, like everybody's kind of getting ready for the holidays. Um, I find it really I'm sure nobody's ever described New York City as cozy, but I find it really cozy and cute to be in New York (laughs) at this time of year. Um, So yeah, I've just been kind of very reflective. I think I needed this time home um, after feeling so unsettled the past few months, just with all the changes that have been going on. I think I needed this time home to kind of... um, I'm trying to think of another word other than grounding, but just kind of bring me back down and be like, oh yeah, this is the direction I want to take my journey, the next path I want to take. Um, This is the life I want to curate and cultivate. And uh, I think it was good to kind of have this recharging time. So I'm feeling inspired to read more books, inspired to join more groups, organize more pickle parties with my friends and host wine night and uh, excited to get back to California and start with that same motivational re-energizing energy. Uh, Mm -hmm. So yeah, just been a nice, it's been a little stressful, the time difference working at work, but overall, nice to be home and feeling refreshed, exhausted, but refreshed oddly exhausted. I feel like it's Mm -hmm. Sunday and I haven't done much today, but 
I think, you know, when mm-hmm. you slow down and it hits you how exhausted you are, I think that's what I've been feeling. Oh, yeah. The emotional draining, draining, said that weird, of the past few months mm-hmm. have, like, hit me this week. So I'm super exhausted and ready for Thanksgiving super family time. Nice. Um, yeah, Kira, I totally relate to you. I feel like, especially when I would go to college and then you come home for Thanksgiving or winter break, etc. It's such a nice moment to recharge and refresh. And then you feel so much better once you go back into your normal environment. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that being home for you has been equally exhausting. because That means you're busy and seeing family and all that stuff. Um, but also a really good moment for you to to refresh. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like I would always get home from school and just like pass out, be so tired because you don't realize, I think when you're in the heat of it, how exhausted you are. Mm-hmm. And I'd just come home and I'd be like, why am I yeah. sleeping so much? And my mom's like, you just must be so <laughs> drained that you don't even realize until you stop. So yeah, I kind of feel that mm-hmm. even though I'm, I've still been working. I wish I didn't have to work, but still been working. I have the Sunday scaries today. <laughs> oh, mm. relatable, relatable. Um, Jackie, do you want to take it away and tell us how you've been feeling this week? Yeah. Um. So I've been feeling better about everything in terms of the GRE and my grad school applications and all these things. I've been sort of, I had a weirdly social weekend and not, I don't normally have all these engagements, but I did. Um, So the weekend was a little hectic, but that's okay. I'm still feeling good. I think (laughs) not to be, I had classic PMS, but I had classic PMS last weekend when I took the GRE (laughs) um, or like the, like I was in my sort of peak PMS. So I was very emotional about everything. And then I think the the stress of the test made it worse because I think I was, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't stop crying before and after the test for two days. And oh then all gosh. of a sudden I just, Aww. I know it was like kind of like, well, whenever I talked about it, like when I saw you guys last Sunday, I, I just like needed to cry and I was still like upset about it. And I don't know, I, I think that part of that was like some of like my emotions because I got my period the next day or whatever. And I'm like really, I get really hormonal and I get like all of my emotions just come to the surface. So Mm. I'm, so basically like the point of all this is that I think that my emotions were heightened because of that. And I don't feel that way anymore. Like Mm. I, like Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't know. I think that like, I think that's sort of what happened because I was just like in such a, I was so upset and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that like, this is how I'm going to feel for the next month. Like, I can't deal with this. But I think I was just feeling like worse about the situation mm. because I was going to get my period because I get really hormonal. Um, so basically is I feel much better. I'm not stressed like I was about it. Like it's fine. Like, it's not ideal, but it's fine. Like, I'm not, like, that upset by it anymore. Good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is fine. And I'm realizing, like, my grad school applications are not, like, as 
I don't know, like, what I, it's been so long since, like, I've applied to school, but I just need to, you know, like, do, like, some personal essays, but it's nothing crazy. Like, I think I was expecting the applications to be more tedious, and they're really not, and it's fine. Like, I've got all my letters of recommendation, you know, in place and all those things, so everything is fine on that end. Um, So happy to report. Um, Yeah, and then I do just... Quick question, Jackie. Yeah. Um, I feel like I should know this, but like, when are you aiming to go to grad school? Like next next fall. fall? Yeah, next fall. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm so. Um, I was, you know, I was talking to our friend Imi, who just got into PA school. So shout out to Imi. Yeah. But it's crazy because I feel like with um, yeah, congrats, Imi. <laughs> but um, it's crazy because once you're not applying to like undergrad. I feel like all of the deadlines for like grad school, PA school, med school, I I don't know what the process is for anything anymore. And I know like she was telling me for PA school, it's on a rolling basis. So like she's gotten in places, but is still interviewing at places. Mm. So I just wanted to to make sure I figured it was next fall, but I was like, I don't know what the process is anymore. Yeah, Yeah, some of them are due in January. Only one of them is due in January. And then I have an application that's due. I won't submit it then, but it's due August 1st. That's the deadline. Oh, snap. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'll submit much sooner than than that because I can't wait until August to find out where I'm going to go to school. But, um, yeah, so they're sort of a little all over the place. Um, But mostly between January to March seems to be the general uh, sort of deadlines. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Got you. I also did just want to share something funny that happened last week. I was walking home from work and I noticed that my neighbors have their Christmas tree up, which I thought, whoa, that's early. Like, I think that's pretty early. And then across the street, my other, yeah, too soon. And then across the street, I mean, do you, but uh, too soon, <laughs> across the street, my other neighbors still had a ghoul hanging on their banister up their front steps, still had a goblin, like, hanging from, like, <laughs> they still had Halloween decorations up, and the people across the street had Christmas decorations up already, and it sort of felt like I was in a sitcom. I sort of just did a back and forth, and I thought, this, this is exactly what we discussed on Her Take Pod. You guys should listen to that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, I'm all about for starting Christmas whenever you want to start Christmas, but I do think you got to wait till after Thanksgiving to hang up the decorations. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's some mm-hmm. like Agreed. fairy lights or something, but anything that's like red and green and has Santa on it. They had a full, the full tree. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Full tree. Yeah. It's like Too a soon. little, uh, yeah. You know, just give it, especially because Thanksgiving is late this year. Literally the mm-hmm. day after, you can put the tree up. That's fine. Yeah, it's November 29th, the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, but next November, Sunday is December first. Like, yeah, can right. you believe? Happy it's Vlogmas! Crazy. Oh, yes, love a Vlogmas. <laughs> we love a Vlogmas. I love Vlogmas. True, very excited. Jen, do you want to tell us about your week? Of course. So one thing I wanted to mention that I realized I forgot to talk about last week, which is crazy because it was such like a a great moment of my week, was um, we did Friendsgiving with my work friends. So we all went to this person's apartment, and she had such a nice apartment, a real kitchen with an island, and she hosted 
40 people. It was so fun. We had this big, long table, um, and she was killing it as a host. Like She um, heated up the turkey and was putting out food. It was crazy, and there was so much wine, and it was really, really fun. Um, so I just wanted to talk about that briefly because it makes me really thankful for my job and the people that I work with because hmm. I truly feel like the people that I work with make my job so enjoyable and it's really made my transition into adult life really great because I feel like I got a little family so I just wanted to shout out my work friends yeah I have a serious question like of course go ahead so were 40 people fit into this apartment comfortably so of course it was a little tight but it wasn't as tight as I was expecting. Okay. She had quite a long apartment, if that makes sense. Okay. So we were all dispersed, like, vertically. <laughs> I have no other way of explaining <laughs> Lengthwise, it. Lengthwise, yeah. Um, vertically. I mean, You're it all was, standing on top you know, of each other. it was a little cozy. Okay. Yeah, it was a little cozy, but like, it wasn't as bad as I was expecting. You know? Wow. Where, like, what neighborhood right. is this apartment located in? It's in Chelsea. Um, wow. Okay. And she yeah. has a roommate. She's 30 years old. Um, okay. Actually, she, we, when we went out after, uh, she's on my team and she sits next to me and she's totally like the mom of our team. Like she just bakes cookies for no reason. And I'm so grateful for that because <laughs> they're delicious. But I was talking to her. Um, we went out after to the bar and she started telling me, like her and my manager also both said this to me, like, you're doing a really great job and we've been really impressed with your work. And everything. So that made me like, you know, shed a small tear because, you know, when you start a new job, you feel a little insecure and you second guess yourself. But it was really reassuring to get that from both my manager and her. And um, she actually asked to mentor me. So wow. it was very exciting. Wow. I'm like, wow, I have a mentor. That's awesome. Yeah. So good things came out of Friendsgiving. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so that was not. Yeah, it was not this past Friday. It was the Friday before, but I had forgot to mention it in the podcast last week, which is crazy. But um, in terms of other things that have been happening this week, I saw Kira on the train Monday morning. So that I was a know. lovely surprise. I know. I actually didn't even great. see you at first. And my mom saw you and she was like, do you want to sit with Jen? I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I usually don't take that early train, but I had a meeting at nine o'clock and Usually with the train that I normally take, I get in like around 9.05, which has been fine. Um, but because I had a nine o'clock meeting, I was like, I got to now show up to work 30 minutes early because the trains only run so often. So I saw Kira on Monday and Sally Murph. Um, <laughs> so that was really great. And I'm usually a grumpy person in the morning, but they written my day a little bit. Um, yeah, the rest of this week has been kind of weird uh, my project at work is wrapped up and I haven't had much to do in the meantime because my manager says they don't really want to start anything before the end of the year because people you know start taking vacation and go off the grid mm. mid-December so I kind of get that um, so things have been slow at work which has been good and bad but I also went to Lehigh this weekend so for those of you who don't know I went to undergrad and grad school at Lehigh and uh, we have this huge rivalry game against Lafayette, which is a neighboring college. And our friend Becca actually went there uh, for her undergrad. So it was a big Lee Loft game this weekend. 
So I went down on Thursday, which was a bit of a mistake. I am absolutely <laughs> exhausted. And by Saturday, I was like, I don't even want to go out anymore. Um, Getting old, my friend. It was a little bit. I know. It was like definitely fun. It was great to see everybody. It was just like a little bit of a weird weekend. Um, I didn't see everybody that I wanted to or spent as much time with everybody I wanted to, which was a little disappointing just because everybody is running around and things are hectic. Um, Lehigh also lost, so that was kind of a damper on the mood. Um, But I felt a little out of place because I am just so old, like which is such a silly thing to say. (laughs) But I feel like being two years out, like it really hit me like, all right, I'm a little old for this. So last year, because there were more people who were my age, who were in my sorority, it was like a reunion and everybody was there and it was so fun. But um, not as many people came back this time. And there's just like a lack of communication about like where people were going to be and when and where and all this stuff. So um, I ended up like hanging out with a lot of younger people a lot of the time, which was fine. And it was nice to see them. But, you know, I was just like, I'm a little old. Um, so it was a little weird on that front, but it was good to go back. Um, it Obviously, I was looking forward to it for a while. Um, but yeah, it's a little sad because when I was leaving, I kind of thought to myself, like, I probably won't come back next year. Mm. And I don't know when the next time I'm going to be back is. And I had so many great memories there. And it was truly like the best five years of my life so far, although I am having a great time living in New York. But yeah, it was just, it was a little weird to be back this weekend, but good nevertheless. Awesome. That sounds really nice. Yeah, I definitely feel the whole, yeah. uh, the first year out of college feels like constant nostalgia for savoring mm-hmm. those college moments. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I definitely appreciated all of it, but I feel you and feeling kind of sad that you can't go back and do it again. I remember before I went to school that my cousin said she was like, enjoy it because it's the best four years for us. It's it was five, um, five years of your life. And I'm like, you know what? It kind of was. But I mean, it only gets better. I was thinking, Jen, when you were saying that it's almost Jen's birthday. Um, We might have to do a special birthday episode for Jen. Uh, But I was thinking about how it's almost (laughs) your birthday. And then. In the new year, it'll be my birthday, and we're getting kind of old. Not really, but it just feels like we're getting old. And how mm-hmm. every year, like, it truly just gets better, in my opinion. You know, like, you have your ups and downs, but just it gets better, I mean, right. in terms of your relationship with yourself. Um, and I feel like that's why college was so great, because you go through those four or five years of just every year you're getting more comfortable and in my opinion, in love with yourself and confident in yourself. And that's why, for me, I thought it was such a great time and why I don't really want to go back, but, like, I love – I had such a great experience and journey through that phase. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, even though we're getting old, the good thing is it just keeps getting better. I used to be like, oh, I'll be such a good, like, 24-year-old because I never felt like I was a good, like, 15-year-old, you know? Yeah, my soul. Yeah, my soul was like, oh, I'll be good in my mid twenties, and now I'm like, no, my soul will be good in like my fifties. You know, (laughs) 
because I'm so old. It just keeps getting older and older. Yeah. <laughs> My soul like uh, exponentially grows. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy because this period of our life is such like a phase of rapid growth. Like I feel like every year is something new. And I know, I feel like I've mentioned this on the pod, but I feel like my life has changed so much even in the past six months. Mm. It's insane. I know. But it's in a good way. Like I'm definitely living my best life. I mean, things are a little crazy and chaotic, but I really am enjoying like doing the whole New York thing and making new friends and all that. And I'm like, wow, I'm so happy and I'm really like growing into the person that I want to be. So, and I definitely did that all throughout college as well. And everybody has their ups and downs, but I'm definitely on the upward trajectory right now, which makes me worry because I'm like, things have been yeah, too you're good like, when's for too it gonna long. Crash? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I totally feel that. Yeah, there's definitely a meme about that on the internet where it's like, when things have been too good for too long. <laughs> and that's kind of how I've been feeling lately, but. Um, no, but yeah, maybe I totally you're manifesting College is- the good stuff, you know? So maybe there is no downfall. Yeah. You're just on the up again. Up for the rest of my life, hopefully. I mean, <laughs> it's unlikely, but... Cheers to that. Cheers to that. <laughs> also, like, as I'm speaking, I'm like, my voice is just so not there like it normally is. <laughs> again, getting old. It's a wild weekend, Can't maybe? do it no more. Yeah. yeah, a sign of a good weekend. It wasn't even, like... It wasn't even that crazy. It's just like I'm not used to going out and drinking that much anymore. So, Times and you know, changed. I wasn't sleeping in my own bed. <laughs> like I was staying with my little, so yeah, didn't really get the best sleep. It's just a you know combination of things. But I'm recovering, and it's definitely a recovering week. And this makes a good transition into yeah. our topic of the week. But I am so excited for Thanksgiving on Thursday, and I don't know about you guys, but we're off on Friday for work, which is super nice. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so excited to take a little break and recharge. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I'm also off on Friday, which will be nice. I think we're going to go get our Christmas tree on Friday um, because I fly back early Saturday morning. Um, I made pumpkin muffins Mm -hmm. this afternoon. So that's our usual Thanksgiving breakfast. Um, yeah, I don't mean to brag or anything, but I make really good pumpkin muffins. Um, that is like you do my... that, you do. Thanks. Yeah, that's yeah. my coffee, pumpkin muffin, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is the ritual. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to have that time off. I wish I had more days off. Anybody who's still in college or high school, savor those half days or days off before Thanksgiving because... I mean, I'm grateful for the extra long weekend, but I could use another day off before Thanksgiving yeah. just to fully mm-hmm. enjoy the holiday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm so yeah. excited. I mean, the good thing is, is that, I mean, I'm going to be, I'm already fully checked out. Like <laughs> this week. Right? This week, I'm is, like, what's the point? I feel. there. Nothing is going to get done I at work. feel. Maybe Monday, Tuesday, I'll be a little nope. productive. And Wednesday, I'm going to go to work, it. but I'm there's no way I'm staying the whole day. Like, I'm I know. Just not doing I already that. have lunch plans I, I will, on Wednesday. Um... Sorry. Oh, I oh yeah. You. That's what I No, like it's to okay. Do. 
yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. I um no, I mean I don't know what time I'll leave, but there's no way I'm working a full day. Are you kidding me? So I've never yeah. done that before. On, I expect uh, the, to do the day nothing. before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Sorry. So it's yeah, good because it's really relatable. Yeah, well, my sister lives in Georgia, so I, you know, I, I, and this is a legitimate excuse, but, you know, I get to be like, oh, my sister is coming into town, you know, I have to, you know, meet her, pick her up from wherever, so it's, uh, I'm just using, I'm, I'm milking that excuse for everything it's worth. Yeah. Um, I mean, my boss is on the West Coast, so I'm like, why am I even going in? But whatever. (laughs) Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Um, my manager told us on Thursday, I was talking to him and he goes, by the way, I'm going to be working remote all next week because his wife, um, I guess she has family in Maryland. So they're going down or they went down this past weekend. And so he's working remote all week. And I was like, oh, you're working remote all week, which (laughs) means I could work remote all week. So I definitely have to go in tomorrow because I do have a meeting that I have to do in person. But I was already planning on working from home Wednesday. But now I'm thinking I'm going to work from home Tuesday. And you know what? I'm not that busy. So if like, if I'm home, I can actually be productive about home stuff and, you know, just open up my laptop, be mm. online if someone needs me. But it's almost like being in the office will be a little bit more stressful because I have so much to do at home, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I kind of have to go in because it's hard for me to do my work at home. But I mm-hmm. would love to be yeah. able to just be like, oh, yeah, I'm in the office, but I'm not really. But <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> right. But yeah, I did yeah. make lunch plans for Wednesday with my friend um, who works in the New York office. And she was like, maybe we'll like really treat ourselves. And by that, I mean, we'll just sit down and enjoy our lunch because usually it's like you go grab lunch and come back because you're so busy. Yeah. But she's like, right. maybe we'll actually like sit down and eat it <laughs> together. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I that's mean, really like go sit all down on. lunch. No, there's no way anyone is actually doing work on Wednesday. No, no chance anyone anywhere is doing work. Make no, things it's basically yeah. a holiday. And so many people on my team, yeah, so many people on my team took off on Wednesday too. So I'm like, well, if they're not gonna be there, I don't need to be there. So because yeah, for I'm travel, excited. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But what I did want... Um, wanted to ask you Sorry. guys what you're doing for Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, that's okay. Oh, here. We'll cut this out. Yeah. But, <laughs> Go ahead. You said um, again. Wanted to ask you guys what your... Okay. <laughs> wanted to ask you guys what your plans were for Thursday and the whole weekend, really. Jackie, do you want to start? Anybody? I think it was, yeah, it was sure. your idea. <laughs> Jackie had this beautiful idea of sharing some Thanksgiving traditions, which I think is really I nice. I just love... So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just love talking about myself and, and what we do. So, yeah, so we always host Thanksgiving. My parents, we always have Thanksgiving in our house. Well, like I mentioned, my sister's coming up from Georgia. She lives in Georgia. She listens to this podcast, so I'm still confused as to why she lives in Georgia. So I'm just going to put that one out there for her as a, a shout out to my sister. <laughs> just let her know. Why do you we live in understand. Georgia? <laughs> yeah, we still don't get it. Why, it's though? Fine. We love you. It's fine. Um, So my sister's coming up from Georgia. And, of course, my brother and my sister-in-law and the girls, my two nieces, will be here. Um, I don't know. We might have a couple of other friends stop by. And, I mean, I have the same Thanksgiving morning tradition as Kira where I get my breakfast. We might, let's see, I don't know if there's going to be a bagel place open on Thursday, but we usually try and get bagels somewhere. And then sit down and watch the parade. And then we we start Mm -hmm. cooking. My mom is 
the main cook, but I do a couple of things. I'll make dessert and I'll, I usually make the mashed potatoes and stuff. Um, but yes. we do a turkey that's a little different. It's like a Salvadoran style turkey. It's almost sort of a braised turkey, um, which like people will normally in El Salvador have turkey like prepared this way. But this has just sort of like become our turkey. We tried to do an American turkey one year. It just felt nothing. Nothing about it felt right, you know. So it's um, yeah, it's just sort of what we do. So we and that's always served with rice typically. So we make rice and mashed potatoes. And that's just, that's, that's what we do. And, uh, yeah, so it's, I mean, Thanksgiving is pretty chill holiday. Like I think Christmas is when we usually go crazier and we're, you know, up very late and it's a little more of a party atmosphere, but Thanksgiving, I think you're just eating so much all day. I'd say more so than Christmas. It's just an eating holiday. Oh yeah. It's very chill. Yeah. And we, and Mm. we always play trivia. This is like a newer thing we've done in recent years, but we do a, a trivia game, which, I was, I I did it the first year because my roommate freshman year from college was going to join us for Thanksgiving, and I was like, we have to do something like, uh, like, I don't know, we have to try and like do a fun game or something so it's not just boring the yeah. whole night. I was worried she was going to be bored. So I was like, trivia is either going to be awful or they're going to love it. And it turns out they love it. And now everyone requests trivia. I am the trivia master. So we I did Thanksgiving that. trivia. And none of my family, like my siblings didn't grow up in the U.S. My parents didn't grow up in the U.S. My siblings were, were teenagers when they came to the U.S. So they didn't learn American history the way it's like beat into our brains as small children. So no one has any idea what any of the answers are to, you know, my basic historical questions, which I think makes it more fun. Um, <laughs> the answers I get for when the first Thanksgiving was held and what year is wild. Um, so it makes it more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no one, everyone, they always get the questions wrong every year. I ask the same questions and no one can remember. Uh, so makes yeah. it easy to prep for you. You don't have to come up yeah. with a new round yeah. of questions. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, you idiots, you don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh, just yeah. Choked on my own. Oh, coat on my God. Own. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was nasty. Yeah. Just like saliva up in the (laughs) So, yeah. Kira, what is your tradition? Yeah, we, um, I mean, not that different. We also host at my house. Um, It's kind of my mom has really mastered our recipes. So Mm -hmm. she does most of the cooking, um, but I definitely help a good amount. I have my dishes that I always make, so... Um, this year I'm doing a pie for myself. Well, it's for me because it's one I can eat, but, um, anybody else is welcome to have it. And I'm modifying Claire Saffitt's pumpkin pecan pie. Uh, mm-hmm. depends on what last year I did. Um, it was like a raw pumpkin cake, uh, sorry, carrot cake. That was really good. Um, but yeah, I kind of mix up the dessert, so we don't always have a traditional dessert from me. Um, I always do the sweet potatoes and marshmallows, which I do we maybe do a too. little differently yeah. than what the traditional one is, because I do like roasted sweet potatoes with uh, brown sugar, butter on top, and then sprinkle marshmallows on top. So it's not the same kind of like mashed sweet potatoes that I think people do. That sounds really good though. It's Yeah, it's really yummy. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, 
And then this year I am doing a mushroom casserole. Okay. That's kind of... And then we have all the other, you know, dishes. My mom is doing a dry brine this year. Thank you, everybody. Bon Appetit and New York Times Cooking both said to do it. So we are doing a dry brine. Yeah, we watched Bon Appetit's video. So she's got it down. She knows what to do. Um... We're doing green beans. We do... My dad makes my grandma's mashed potatoes, which basically, like, give the mashed potatoes a heart attack with all the heavy cream until they can't handle it anymore, and that's how we do mashed mm-hmm. potatoes. Um, and then... I love that. <laughs> yeah, my aunt always brings her pumpkin pie and cranberry sauce. Like, it's just very... The, just the same dishes every year, very comforting. Um, and then I just... I find my family so... I feel very lucky that... I like my family so much. I think something to acknowledge in this conversation. (laughs) That's fun. No, it is funny, but I also think like holidays can be hard times for some people. Like some people have strained relationships with their family or Mm -hmm. are estranged Mm -hmm. from their family or whatever, don't have family, whatever your situation is. Um, I am very, you know, on the topic of Thanksgiving and being thankful, I am very grateful that I love my family. I have a close, I have a small family, so we're all very close. You know, I only have a few cousins. So when we all get together, like, it's just a good time. Everybody's really funny and fun. And it just, it is very uh, fulfilling to be around them. So I'm definitely grateful to have a good, close-knit family. Um, And I like them. I like hanging out with them. So I'm excited. Yeah. Is this, um, I don't know if you do like both sides of your family or not, but is this the side of the family with the baby Maverick? Yes, it is. Yeah. So my mom is actually an only child. So um, I don't have any cousins on her side of the family. Yeah. So that's why, yeah, it's just my dad. Um, My dad's brother lives in North Carolina and we usually don't see them around Thanksgiving. So it's just my dad's sister's family. Um, So yeah. My cousin George has a little baby. Maverick is his name. He has a birthday right around. No, same birthday as Jackie. Same birthday as me. Yeah. Great day to be born. Um, So yeah, he's about a year and a half. And I mean, I don't mean to be biased, but he's like ridiculously cute. cute. Yeah, Jackie's met him. and He's such a cutie. He's kind of out of this world. His little belly is just so cute. Yeah, he has a hernia. It's really Um, cute. Oh, so his belly sticks out it's yeah. so cute it's really cute and he i just saw him last um, week and he's gotten so big and oh. doesn't really talk but he you know is making a lot more kind of more english sounding words um so it's fun to have a little baby around for holidays for sure yeah. especially because i'm not gonna have one for like 15 years so it's fun to like have it somebody else's to hang out with you know Mm-hmm. but Jen yeah I totally sorry. agree with that <laughs> no sorry I, I, we just keep awkward pause no I <laughs> no it's okay um I was gonna say I totally agree with that because I mean this gets into my topic of what my family does for Thanksgiving but um we spend Thanksgiving with my dad's side of the family and there's now about 30 of us so it's just getting bigger and bigger because yeah my brother and I on my dad's side of the family are the youngest of the cousins so three of my older cousins are married and have children so there's eight of them now eight children 
Um, so it, Thanksgiving has gotten really hectic. Um, we used to do Thanksgiving at my house, but now that there's just so many kids and so many people, we don't fit. So about two or three years ago, we started doing Thanksgiving at one of my cousin's houses because she has such a big house. I mean, she lives kind of in a rural area, but it's also closer to like where the kids live and stuff. So it's not as much of a hassle for them to travel all the way to New York because they're in like Southern Jersey and Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. So we've been going there recently. Um, another thing that's kind of crazy is since my cousins have gotten married, um, they also want to spend time with their in-laws family. So what we've started this tradition where either they will come on Thanksgiving or they will come on Christmas, but they won't come for both. So this year is a Thanksgiving year, which means that we're also going to be exchanging gifts with the kids, Whoa. which is kind of crazy. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a Thanksgiving Christmas mashup, you guys and they're are planners, they're all young. We would so never do this. Oh my god! But yeah, we wouldn't see them otherwise, probably. Yeah. And yeah, and they're all young, so you're actually buying gifts for them. You know, you're not just giving them money and gift cards. So it does get a little hectic. I'm really excited to see them though. Um, but yeah, it should be it should be crazy, but in a good way. <laughs> um, but yeah. We'll be making, you know, classic Thanksgiving stuff, turkey. We also do the sweet potatoes with uh, marshmallows, brown sugar, butter. Beautiful. We also don't mash them up, Kira. Oh, so cool. Seems I think like that they're was pretty just similar. Yeah. I normally see, but I think this way of doing it is better. So good for us. I Yeah, that sounds better than my mom makes them mashed and they're good, but I think roasted because it, then it's crispy, like kind of crispy, yeah. caramelized. I can send potatoes. you the recipe if you mm. want. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's bon appetit, no. actually. So. Oh, but I like love, OG yeah. Bon Appetit okay, yeah. I will from take back the in recipe. the day. Oh, yeah. Yum. Mm. Yeah. Wait, yeah. So wait, do you, you guys... You guys are inspiring me to cook. Yeah. Do you guys all eat pumpkin <laughs> Go pie? Ahead. I know Kira's making a pumpkin pie, but do you eat pumpkin pie, Jen? Yeah, we usually have a pumpkin pie. Oh, so usually when it was at my house, we would go to Galloway's, which yeah. is this bakery that's around the corner from us and just pick up a pie. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what we're bringing this year. It's kind of crazy since... Now that we're having it at my cousin's house, it's like my mom and my aunts kind of help out cooking at her house, but mm -hmm. then also we'll bring stuff. So I, I'm not totally sure what we're bringing. I guess I should find out and help out, but, but um, you, yeah, pumpkin kind of a later pie issue. Probably make an appearance, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, we see, also sometimes celebrate like birthdays. So it's like my birthday is kind of around Thanksgiving. Yeah. So like we'll celebrate my birthday. It's just a lot of craziness. All the holidays, There's just more and more people. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, especially with the kids. I'm like, yeah. oh, I love them so much, but they, they really are a lot. Like, you know, they're in yeah. that like running around phase. They're like in elementary mm. school, kindergarten, preschool. So they're all pretty young and pretty crazy, yeah. but we love them. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely See, found it. Sorry. No, it's okay. We keep. I just wanted to share that I don't like pumpkin pie, and so I think it's interesting that people. So many people eat pumpkin pie. I don't like it. Uh, that's oh, really? my. Um, that's my unpopular opinion. I guess hot I just take? don't like pumpkin pie. That's, that's a hot, hot take. take. That's a hot take, honey. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, don't like pumpkin pie. I feel like pumpkin pie. You know what, Jackie? I don't think it's that unpopular. Um, my dad loves my aunt's pumpkin pie, so that's just something we always grew up having, and I did really enjoy it. And then um, I haven't had pumpkin pie in quite a few years now that you say that because 
I'm trying to not say the word vegan because I feel like I say I'm vegan every episode and I swear I'm not oh. that annoying of a vegan, but I've said You're it like five not. times. I know, so now I know I have annoying to say vegans. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, since being, I've been, I was thinking about this recently, actually, 2020, I'll be heading into year four of veganism. So wow. uh, this is my Woo! third Thanksgiving vegan. So I haven't had pumpkin pie in like three years, I guess. Um, so this will be my first pumpkin pie in a few years. So I feel like it wasn't like top of my list. I really liked pecan pie. I did that for the first Mm -hmm. two years, I think. Mm. And then last year I did a carrot cake because I love carrot cake. Um, yeah. But yeah, this year I'm going back just because Claire and her Bon Appetit Making Perfect Thanksgiving inspired me. And I loved the idea of combining pumpkin and pecan pie. So that's why I'm doing that. Um, I also was going to say on the topic of people getting married and seeing your in-laws, I don't know if this is relatable, well, I feel like this is relatable, but for the past few years, because my cousins have been getting married and have been wanting to, or having to split their holidays, I have found it really hard, like, for me to have our traditions change because people have Mm -hmm. to share holidays with other people, um... So, yeah, that's just another aspect of holidays that I think are kind of hard. Um, I feel like a few years ago, my dad made a joke to my brother and I, like, you guys should get a husband and wife so we can have more people to hang out with over the holidays. Definitely joking because they have no rush for us to get married. But it is kind of sad when holidays change. Well, it's sad and exciting. Like, it's nice to bring new family members in. I love all my cousins, spouses, um, but it's sad how things have to change and we can't all always be together for every holiday um yeah but yeah. quality over quantity you yeah, know just something... savoring the time together exactly yeah it's been a little weird because that part of the family you know they're older they have kids they're married and we had been talking about it about when when exactly do you start cutting off that part of your family it sounds horrible but you know, Matt and I, those are our first cousins, but now those kids are all first cousins. So it's, it's a lot for them to then be spending holidays with like their, we're technically extended family to them, right? which is kind of crazy, but it's like, at what point do we start breaking off? Which is kind of a little sad to think about, Mm -hmm. but I think for now we're probably not going to break off, but because, so it's like my dad, his oldest sister, she's the one with she has three girls and all of them are married and have kids. But then his other older sister has two sons and neither of them are married, but they are older than me. So I think because like they haven't moved on and like had kids, gotten married, etc., cetera. Um, that's why we haven't like broken off yet. <laughs> but it is kind of like having like a 30 person Thanksgiving is kind of a lot. And Christmas yeah. is crazier because there's so many presents. and Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true on the cousin thing. I think it's just because me and my cousins are, there's not a lot of, like, there's only, I only have four cousins, so we're a pretty small family, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so I do kind of look to them as my siblings, more so, like, even more so than cousins, but I think once Aiden and I are a little older and have our own families, like, there's no way everybody, and everybody else has kids, like, whoa. That's so sad to Mm -hmm. think of, though. Right. Yeah. I know. Crazy. Anyway, yeah, I mean, my mom's side of the family is also like, 
Italian, so, like, we do Forget do a lot it. of stuff with, like, extended family, you know? Mm-hmm. But holidays, we, we split up. Like, we only mm. spend our holidays with, like, my first cousins. But, you know, we get invited to weddings and bridal showers, etc. Yeah. You yeah. know, we do all that with the extended family. But, yeah. Anyway, enough on that. Yeah. <laughs> I did I just wanted want to, to circle back to... Oh, my God. Go ahead. We're, we suck today. Wow, no, you two you are... Take it away. This is... I know. We just, like, we're not connected. We got to, like, get on the same wavelength. <laughs> you take it away. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I... You go ahead, because I was going to transition. Oh, no, I just wanted to say, like, um, I don't know if this is cheesy, but I thought it'd be cute if we went around and just said a little, like, grateful moment all together. Um, Just because I kind of feel like, so this might be an unpopular hot take, but I think Thanksgiving is a little problematic, just in the root of how it started, it's a little problematic. And I have some issues with how um, gluttonous it can be. Um, I think some of the narrative in our society around just eating and over-consuming all this food um, is a little sad to me, but I like the idea of having, of taking time to say you're thankful for something and being really grateful. Uh, I try to do that often. I think everybody should try to do that often because it's easy to get wrapped up in how shitty things are in the world sometimes and we talk about it a lot on this podcast you know the news is sad the news is frustrating but we all have so much to be grateful for in our own lives I think just first and foremost the three of us at least are very healthy and I think once Mm -hmm. you say that that is just something to be so grateful and thankful for um so yeah I don't know if this is cheesy and if anybody's into it but I think it's nice to do a little gratitude practice. Um, and if you incorporate it into your day-to-day life, love for you to share it with us on Her Take Podcast on Instagram or Her Take Pod on Twitter. <laughs> but uh, I think <laughs> this year, yeah, especially after my ACL recovery, I am increasingly um, conscious and aware of my body and increasingly grateful to have a working body and a body that moves. And it sounds kind of silly but I think until you don't you're not even able to walk well um something as Mm -hmm. simple as walking places I'm so grateful for so that is my first and foremost I'm really grateful to have a all my limbs are intact and my body is able to heal itself I'm really grateful for that I'm really grateful to have a supportive healthy family um, that encourages me to do whatever I want to do and supported me in graduating college and moving cross country. And I'm really grateful to have a job as much as I complain about it. I'm really grateful to be able to live where I live, have the friends that I have and make the money that I make. And I'm grateful for a lot of other things, but I don't want to be here for too long. So those are just some of my quick Thanksgiving thankful moments. Um, Jackie, do you want to go next? Yeah. Um, I think, so, that was very well said, Kira. I totally agree. Um, I am thankful for the both of you, and I am thankful for this podcast. And I Oh, yeah, I meant thankful. to say that, too. I got so caught up that I forgot. <laughs> I'm so thankful for all our <laughs> listeners and for you guys, and I'm so glad yeah. that we're here doing this. I, yeah, I'm just thankful that we all had the, the same genius idea to do this podcast. Um. I know. Yeah, and I think looking back and and sort of seeing, I, 
you know, as much as like work has like was not always like perfect and it was like difficult in the beginning, like I'm thankful that I have a stable job and I don't have to worry about something like that because like friends that are, you know, looking for work or trying to just find job security, like what, like when you have that, that is amazing and I'm very thankful for it and I don't take it for granted or I try not to. So I'm very thankful for that. And of course, I'm very thankful for my family and just thankful that like Kira said before how like my family, we all like each other. (laughs) We have a good time. Like the holidays, Mm -hmm. like I feel like my mom and my sister always have a perfectly timed argument as it comes time to carve the turkey but you know those things just sort of make the holiday special sort of I can sort of count on them fighting but that's like just your typical like yeah I'm saying this all wrong but basically like no I love it dysfunction yeah like our our family's like a little like a little dysfunctional sometimes a little nutty but ultimately like we all like love coming together and spending the holidays together and it's just something that we all look forward to and I'm very grateful that we have that um I yeah. love that mm-hmm. thank you for yeah. sharing that and Jen yeah um so like you guys said again obviously grateful for my family um grateful for my health and you know of course they're very lucky and very privileged to be able to live in San Francisco, New York City, even living in our parents' house, um, being able to have electricity and food on the table and things like that. You know, I'm so grateful for that. And I already mentioned this, so I won't harp on it again, but I am really grateful for my job and the people I work with because I think they've really made this transition into adult life really smooth for me. But I think this past year, like what I'm most grateful for is you know, I went into my grad program not knowing what to expect. I, you know, moved back home and I didn't know who I was going to be friends with and all that stuff. And I truly feel at at this point in my life, I have reconnected with some of my high school friends, including you guys, and, you know, really solidified like which college friends I'm staying in touch with and all of that and like made new friends from work. I made friends in my grad program, which I totally was not expecting who are, they're super great. And I am just so thankful for them and for you guys, because I feel like the friends that I have right now have really, have really been there for me through all, like all of the ups and downs and of my life. And I think that they're truly like the reason why I'm so happy at this point in my life right now. Mm. And I, like, can't imagine being so happy without them. Um, oh, my God. So I just want to give a little I'm cry. to you guys, <laughs> high school friends, college friends, all the friends. But I think, like, this year, you know, of course, I'm grateful for so much. But this year, that, I think, is what I'm most grateful for. So. I love it. Oh, my God. I love friends. Like, uh, <laughs> friends are the family. I love the I women love in my life. <laughs> yeah, I love the women in my life. Wow. That's intense. True, true. Mm. Sorry, at male friends. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, at male friends, but the women are the ones who, like, build me, you know? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, that was a beautiful moment. Personally, for me, at least. I feel inspired. It was great. <laughs> yeah. <I'm a laughs> Sorry to make, to make you guys all teary-eyed. <laughs> no, I love it. I hope Whoops. everybody listening loves it, too, and... uh 
go tell people even not on Thanksgiving that you're thankful for them. I think we need to say that and hear that more. Mm. I completely agree. Completely yeah. agree. I don't do it enough. I'm going to be more appreciative mm-hmm. more often. Yeah, agreed. One thing that I wanted to ask you guys quickly about before we transition into our hot takes was um, we were talking a little bit before we decided to record, but um, we were talking about Thanksgiving themed shows and what some of our best ones were. So Jackie, do you mind telling us like what some of your favorite Thanksgiving themed episodes are of your favorite shows? Yeah, what should I watch Uh, this week? You should watch. uh, These obviously are both on Netflix. So The West Wing has a great Thanksgiving episode called Shibboleth. And I won't give it away, but this is early Aaron Sorkin. Like, this is one of Aaron Sorkin's finest moments of writing. It's a beautiful episode. Um, There also is, ah, dang it. You know what? There is another episode of The West Wing. I don't know if this is also in Shibboleth because obviously The West Wing covers multiple years. So they have a couple of different holiday episodes. There is Mm -hmm. an episode when President Bartlett calls the Butterball Hotline. And you know what? I got to find it. And uh, it's very funny. Um, so that's just a, a short little scene from uh, another episode. I don't know if it's in Shibboleth, but I will find out. Um, and then also, uh, one of my favorite episodes of Gilmore Girls, period, is the deep fried Korean Thanksgiving, which is, I mean, just yes. you know, the title alone. Yeah. So fun. <laughs> just that That's just a great, it makes you feel cozy, makes you feel in the season. Um, oh, also just want to shout out the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving episode doesn't get enough love. Oh, uh, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Classic. So, yeah. Just wanted to share. Kira, what watch. about you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I have as many Thanksgiving episodes that stick out for me when Jackie brought this up. I mean, obviously, it wouldn't be me if I didn't bring up Grey's Anatomy, but the Grey's Anatomy episode where Izzy tries to have a Thanksgiving and nobody shows up definitely sticks Mm -hmm. out um i think the number one for me is if anybody was a mr bean fan when you were a kid my brother and i had like mr bean tapes on dvd and we thought it was hysterical and his thanksgiving episode is like it hurts your stomach to laugh that hard um (laughs) and the friends friends is kind of the standard in my mind thanksgiving sitcom episodes so those are mine oh yeah i I was going to say that, too. Oh, sorry. Because there's, well, I can't remember if they're all the same episode, but there's one where, like, Rachel makes that disgusting, like, multi-layered pudding with, like, meat and frosting, whatever. And then there's the one where Monica's got the turkey on her head and Chandler says that he loves her. (laughs) (laughs) I think Brad Pitt's in one of those. Oh, yeah. Brad Pitt, I think, uh, is later, but I think the others are the same. I can't remember, though. Yeah. Friends is one of those weird shows, like, I've seen it so many times, and yet I still don't know, like, I don't think I've ever seen it in chronological order, right. and I'm, like, all the episodes just, like, mashed together in my mind, you know? Yeah. Um, Another episode that I wanted to call out, or another show I wanted to call out with a great Thanksgiving-themed episode or episodes is How I Met Your Mother. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, I have. but it's a great series. I have. And I haven't. So yeah. great. Ugh. You have to watch. It is truly one of my favorite series. Um, I haven't seen it through in a while, but um, they have multiple episodes where they do slapsgiving, and Marshall has like five slaps that he can give to Barney at any time. 
Um, and it had something to do, I can't remember now, some bet that happened on Thanksgiving and now they renamed it Slapsgiving. So throughout the series, it's like return of Slapsgiving and Barney gets slapped and it's this whole big thing. Um, so I always think about that on Thanksgiving and I haven't watched that show in <laughs> so long. It. So hopefully, yeah, when my brother comes back from college, uh, maybe we'll watch that together because him and I watched the whole series together. So that's kind of our show. Cute. So cute. I did just want to share quickly. Sorry. Just going to interject. The episode of the West Wing where he calls the Butterball Hotline, I just did a quick Google search, is it's uh, season three, episode seven. It's called The Indians in the Lobby, which like we understand like sort of the irony of like that joke or like the title of that episode, Mm -hmm. like about the joke. Um, So it's The Indians in the Lobby, which sort of talks about has a a bigger theme about um, the rights of Native Americans on preservations and the sort of like health care and treatment they receive. So it sort of ties nicely in the whole theme. Yeah. I mean, the West Wing, you just got to watch the West Wing. Yeah. So, I mean, always fantastic. Um, So, yeah. Just want to share. Right. I think it's time to transition into our hot takes segment of the week. So, Jackie, do you want to start us off with any hot takes you have? Yeah. Um, we sort of touched on this previously, but now Making Perfect, the Bon yes. Appetit series, Making Perfect Thanksgiving is fully out, even though I saw it a while ago because I have Roku and the Bon Appetit channel is on there. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. But it's great. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love them all. Um, I just, like, of course, Claire Saffitz has a house in Cape Cod, and they go clamming. <laughs> of um, course. Yeah. So, that was just great. Um, I, <laughs> I think it was actually really fun to see all of the chefs try and cook in a regular kitchen and sort of see the mishaps that they had, because mm. the two guys, Andy and Brad, who were in charge of making the turkey, like, it was... A, I guess still kind of raw when they took it out and they didn't realize and they had to put the turkey back in the oven. It was a kind of a big deal because it's the turkey. Um, I thought it was fun to see them sort of struggle at times and to know that even these professional chefs who are on, who work for Bon Appetit are, you know, we look to them for advice, even they have sort of mini kitchen disasters. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I also want to share. I can Yeah, agree. it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I also want to share that The Crown came out. I'm sure you both know. Uh, yes. Crown season three is fully out, and I loved it. I love Olivia Coleman, but I think my standout for the season was um, the actor who played uh, Prince Charles, Josh O'Connor. I Ooh, thought he was fantastic. I've only seen two episodes, so I have not even mm. seen Ooh, him yet. Yeah. Sorry. I, I think he's great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. I really should. I, I just... I, I 
sort of been like managing my study time very well so i had like a bit of time to watch the crown this week um so i love that yeah nice i think i said a bit of time yeah a bit of time uh so i think he's fantastic mm-hmm. and the whole season was great love yeah I, um, I'm so excited to watch. We were literally just talking about this at work this week. I have not watched yet, but I'm thinking that this week when I'm, it's a little bit slower and I'm working from home and when I'm off for Thanksgiving, I think that might be a really good time to, to binge that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I haven't seen, like, I watched The Crown when I went abroad to London. That was almost three years ago. So I feel like I kind of want to rewatch a little bit, but I don't know if I have time but I really want to watch it, and I'm so excited. I just want to make sure I had enough time to devote to it because yeah. I've been a little busy lately. So excited, though. Yeah. And I've only heard good things. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic. Ooh. Yeah. And Princess yeah. Alice of Battenberg makes an appearance. Oh. Yeah, oh she's my in God. the my Royals episode. Yeah. Jackie, one of my friends texted me about it because she was like, I know about this from her take. Isn't that amazing? Uh, <laughs> like we are so we're informing the people. Informing the people. Yeah, we could not have timed to... that episode better. Yeah. Like ugh, it, yeah, it really was perfect timing. <laughs> like it's almost like we called that. Olivia Coleman and coordinated it. Yeah. Uh, if only. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Oh boy. Um, I guess I'll transition into my hot takes, and I know Kira, you have some hot takes on my hot takes. Yeah, so I was just gonna share. We my can own definitely opinion. like bounce off each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, first, just wanted to bring this up briefly, but Harry was on SNL, and as you all know, we are Directioners. Kira and I, especially, <laughs> are, are big Harry fans. I have not used so, that word yeah. in so long. <laughs> <laughs> one direction. Um, one direction. One. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> it just squeaked. <laughs> but yeah, Her- Harry was on SNL last Harry. week. <laughs> yeah, he was on SNL last week. I didn't get a chance to watch it till Sunday after we recorded. So now I've collected my thoughts. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Kira and I were texting about it. The outfits were eccentric. He killed it. I thought he did a great job and he was pretty funny. I actually um, had a LOL'd. really funny monologue. Yeah, his mind yeah. made me laugh out loud. And I was kind of like, oh, well, surprised. Yeah. My man's is funny. He threw a little shade at threw a little shade at Zane, which got some heat on the internet. But you know what? It was funny. People really? are overdramatic, in my opinion. It got heat? Yeah, people were like, oh, my God, I can't believe he slighted Zane like that. I'm I like, feel like it's it was the nicest way. He, like, did it in the nicest way that I – that's one of the things that actually made me laugh out loud because it People was People get so... mad at everything, though, so. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was I like, do? come on. Take a joke. Also, but, Zane has hated yeah, on he was really funny. so I don't care. Yeah. True. True. Um, but it came out that uh, the ratings and the viewership for Harry's episode were some of the highest it's been in SNL Stop. in a while. Because really? I'm sure you guys know – because, like, SNL has been kind of going downhill. I feel like people don't watch it as much. So I think – I don't know if it w- was just the season that the ratings and viewership has been compared to or just recently in general. But, yeah, Why it, is Harry a lot of people so have watched famous? it. It is Harry. He's so famous. It, like, it freaks me out sometimes. Like, everyone's I know. Fan. Why? Yeah, and he dropped new music, so that was like yeah. I had to process all that. Um, his album's <laughs> coming out. I think process. it's yeah. 
his tour tickets are going on sale soon. I'm like, oh my god, I'm like not oh, yeah, mentally prepared to like. For that. Fan presale already yeah. went on sale. Oh, shit. Yeah. I gotta go. I if gotta Harry go see is him. listening, can you yeah. come to San Francisco? Because it's really inconvenient that nobody wants to come to San Francisco. Like me I and my roommate like are gonna have would to be do... his kind of city. Yeah, but we don't have a big stadium. They just opened um, mm-hmm. Chase Center, which I think is for the Warriors. Um, so now there is, but there used to not be. So I think you'd have to go to Oakland. But now there is a stadium. Like I saw the Jonas Brothers at Chase Center. Like it's a not a stadium. Sorry, like an arena. Um, but yeah, my roommate and I are going to have to rent a car and drive to San Jose because obviously we're going to go, but it's just inconvenient to do on a Tuesday. So if you're yeah. listening, babes, uh, um, if you don't mind, I, you must have babe. forgotten <laughs> I moved. Um, but yeah, just the PSA that I'd love to see you in SF. Um, thanks, XO. XO, XO. <laughs> um, I know we could talk about Harry for hours, which we won't. But um, <laughs> one thing I wanted to get your guys' take on was um, there was this whole debacle with Taylor Swift being allowed to play her old songs at the AMAs, which I think are happening as we are recording this. But um, if you hadn't heard, Taylor Swift had this whole falling out with their previous record label, Big Machine Records. And there was like Scott Borchetta and Scott Scooter Braun. I'm like, oh my God, names are too similar. Sorry. Um, Scooter Braun, Scott Borchetta, basically now own the rights to all of her previous songs. And um, it's been problematic because now she can't perform these songs and Taylor is being awarded with the artist of the decade. So it caused this whole debacle on the internet. She, of course, did typical Taylor, wrote a note and like posted it on social media saying, guys, like they're not letting me play my own music. Um, so I just wanted to get your guys' take on it. Um, for me personally, I think it's super messed up that she can't play her own music and she doesn't own the rights to her own songs. I do feel they are bullying her a little bit but also you know I'm kind of tired of the way that she deals with situations like this but Mm. I don't know what are your guys' thoughts yeah I feel I don't know too deep like everything you said is pretty much all I know I don't know too much of all the back and forth that has gone down um but yeah I flat out think it's Mm. bullshit and I think it's so upsetting that anybody like I don't really even think there's anything that they could tell me about what's been going on behind closed doors that would justify it. Like, just let her play her own effing music. Like, it's not, she's not any, like, pop star machine who came up and was playing, like, specifically produced radio hits. Like, she wrote these songs from the time she was, like, 10 years old, whatever. Like, just let her play her music I don't even understand what they're benefiting from not giving her the rights to this I think it's one of the most upsetting things to happen in pop music at this moment like well that's probably maybe an overstatement but I just feel like to have somebody who has been such a voice for this generation of popular music um and to have a woman be confined in such a way, I find just so heartbreaking that I'm like, I really just can't even understand what the, 
what these men are doing. Just like, it's really upsetting. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm with Taylor on this. I mean, I agree. Like sometimes the way Taylor handles things is a little like, what? But I'm sure like this seems to have been going on for a really long time. I'm sure she was getting desperate and wanted to bring some attention mm-hmm. to it. So I kind of, when I first saw the letter, I was like, what are you doing? But then when I read it, I was like, I feel like she was getting really frustrated and didn't know what else to do. So I understand why she wrote the letter. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Really upsetting. I think she's also like bringing awareness to an issue that maybe a lot of normal people like us don't really think about too much. And something that I do really admire about Taylor is she says that she's standing up for newer artists and making sure that they don't end up in similar situations. Um, So that's something I've always admired about her. She did something similar when she took that stance against Apple Music a few years back um, and sticking up for those up-and-coming artists who don't know better. Like, she was in that situation when she was younger and she didn't know better and signed away her rights to her music, which is upsetting. And, you know, those men probably have so much money already. I know it's not about the money for Taylor. It's about the principle. So I think it's, again, totally agreed. Super messed up. Like, just let her perform her own songs. Um, And I think they gave her the green light to do so. I'm not totally sure. But um, the AMAs are happening now. And I am recording them because that's how I am. But hopefully it all worked out in the end. Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes are also performing at the AMAs, so can't wait to Ooh. watch those performances back. Steamy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Heck yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're like an item. Yeah. This wow. is like they the most shipped so couple before they got together. So I'm into yeah. Senorita. You I know? love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just confused, though. Yeah. I, it's wild to me that an artist with that much money and like that much sort of like power in the industry, like Taylor would that, that like this could happen to her. So it's just well, because like, when kind she of sucks. Signed, mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. It just like, no, when no, she yeah. Signed, so she then I know exactly. Yeah. So then like, I'm at like, just think about how many other, like you guys were saying, like how many other like artists could be in a similar position, but they don't have the kind of money she has. Right. Um, she yeah, should just do exactly. it even if she's not allowed to and then deal right? with the consequences after because like, she's got all the money me. in the world to yeah. yeah sue me and i will bury you in even more legal fees that you can't even imagine that's what I'm i am sure say. they have more yeah. money though as much money as taylor has Scooter <sighs> yeah Brown i guess because maybe like, they'd be, to be represented by rich. a label yeah that's true yeah because they're a corporation you know yeah or i don't know if they're incorporated but they're you know a company I mean, Taylor is obviously loaded. That's no secret. But she's, it's one person versus a company. Yeah. So it's tough. Yeah. What I find most upsetting is Scott Borchetta because they, he, he discovered her when she started and she built this label with him. Like she was the artist that made him relevant. Like Scooter Brown, I don't even care. Like who, like he's just kind of annoying how many people he's in charge of. And the amount of money and power he probably mm-hmm. has in the music industry. But, like, Scott Borchetta, like, you were a team. It's just kind of sad that you've turned it into all this drama. Like, he knows better than anybody what she built herself to get to the point that she is, is at. So, like, let her... Right. All she wants to do is sing her music, you know? 
that's the part that I'm like, you mean on her tour she can't sing teardrops on my guitar? Like, I think it's just when it's exactly. recorded. No, I think it's when it's just a recorded event, though. Oh, so like on tour Maybe. she could? It's, she said something about like November 2020 is when she can perform her old songs again. But yeah, I don't know if that includes her concerts or not. Mm-hmm. That'd be like, really upsetting. It seems like they're claiming that she can't perform the songs at the AMA specifically because like since it's recorded, like if she performs like a medley of songs, like that would be like a recorded version that she's like she's like reproducing like a version of like the song so like it seems to be like but like that seems to be like the technicality they're going with like i understand if she like if she wanted to do a concert like she can't stop people from recording the concert on their phone but like if the concert is not being recorded for you know you know like they would release like those concert movies or whatever right so if Mm -hmm. it's just you know a concert with no cameras then i think she could do that but mm. in this instance, but I think this highlights the issue because, like, she's being honored for, like, her past work. Yeah, so if she that's can't reco- like, right? perform past music. Then... She has to sing the classics because yeah. that's the whole freaking point. Just, like, let it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Whatever. Team Taylor. It's frustrating. Team Taylor. <laughs> I love that. Um one thing I also wanted to quickly mention was uh, Grammy noms came out. Mm-hmm. And Taylor, you know, she wasn't nominated as much as I thought she would be. Uh, she did get nominated for the song Lover, not the album. Mm. And she uh, is well, one the of the only... the song is the best, in my opinion. Yeah. I think it's... Is Song of the Year the one that goes to the songwriter? I don't know. Oh. There's, like, all these technicalities. It's, like, Record of the Year versus Song of the Year. One goes to the songwriter. One goes to the artist. Whichever one I'm goes to the sure. songwriter, she's the only one. Yeah, she's the only one nominated in that category where she is the sole songwriter. So I'm really hoping, I'm rooting for her for that. But uh, there was a lot of Ariana Grande, Billie Eilish, Lizzo, Post Malone, uh, Lil Nas. So interesting, interesting nominations this year. Maggie so, Rogers got we'll some nominations, to... and oh yeah, Brandi Maggie Carlyle. Rogers got some. Yeah, I love the mm-hmm. Grammys. Love to pretend. Love it. I could one day be at the Grammys. Yeah, so we'll definitely, <laughs> we'll definitely cover that when uh when it comes out. But <laughs> live coverage um, straight from her take. <laughs> live coverage. Kim Murphy though, here. Grammys. Who are you wearing? Oh, we definitely could. We definitely could. Oh yeah. Um, one other hot take I had before we wrap up that I really wanted to talk about was it was announced. I want to say Friday or recently, that um, the Victoria Secret Fashion Show is getting canceled indefinitely. So I would say a few months back they had announced that it was canceled, but it wasn't, they weren't sure when it was going to come back, but now they've just said that it's indefinitely canceled. Um, There's been a lot of talk on the internet about this. Of course, Victoria's Secret has been getting a lot of backlash because they're not inclusive. They really aren't, and they've made some comments about how it's a fantasy world and that doesn't include um, women of all sizes or trans women, etc. Um, but I definitely blame Rihanna for the cancellation of the fashion show because <laughs> she is killing it with Fenty Savage. They are so inclusive. And I think they had a fashion show recently and it just blew Victoria's Secret out of the water. Um, but wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this because I feel like people... 
I feel like with the Victoria's Secret fashion show, people agree that they're controversial and that what they're saying is wrong, but then people still kind of gobble up the fashion show. Yeah. So I kind right. of feel the same. So I was kind of surprised that they canceled it indefinitely because I think I mentioned this when we discussed this um, in our body image episode, I believe it was. Um, mm-hmm. I don't own anything from Victoria's Secret, so I actually don't shop there. Um, I don't think that that was necessarily a conscious decision. It's just not, um, a brand that I feel markets to me that drew me in enough to purchase their, uh, products. But I do really enjoy the Victoria's Secret fashion show, and I feel like that's what gets them the most hype throughout the year. So I Mm -hmm. feel like it kind of has to be a similar thing where people... I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just generalizing, but I feel like their sales have been down, so people aren't really into uh, their products. But every year when they have the fashion show, it's a huge thing. But maybe that's just based on the people I follow on Instagram. Maybe it's not actually as big as I think it is. Um, But I always think from like an artist, music, and fashion standpoint, the fashion show is really cool, but 100% they are not inclusive and... um, Luckily, I watched it at a, like, I start, I never watched it when I was younger. I started watching it when I was older and a bit more um, conscious and aware that I don't have to look like that to be pretty, but I do think it could be dangerous um, mm-hmm. to not have diverse images of women on your TV screen strutting around like that, because um, I didn't start looking at it until I was a bit more uh, comfortable and settled with myself, because it can be a little... Mm-hmm dangerous I think for young people but yeah just overall kind of surprised that they canceled indefinitely because I feel like it's the biggest thing they do each year it's sort of interesting to me that I saw this on Twitter that someone said they would rather just cancel it than (laughs) than Than hire models that are yeah that that are I know change that to me is wild I mean I think it's it's a big I think it's a big deal sort of like in a like, I think you see, like, celebrities, like, anyone who's anyone sort of in that world seems to go because, like, Bahati Prinsloo, who's Adam Levine's wife, mm-hmm. like, who who is a, so she's a Victoria's Secret angel, but they sort of, like, the, even, like, the models themselves are married to or are dating celebrities, and so right. those celebrities bring in more celebrities. It's sort of like, if you're not there, then what are you doing? And all of sort of the big Instagram models, like the G, like Gigi and Bella Hadid, they're all in the show, so they're sort of, like, I think, like, I, like the word influencer is, like, I don't know, uh, but, like, they're influen- yeah. influ- influencers, so them being in the show sort of brings the hype up and so they yeah. I think all of that sort of makes it seem like uh, the social event of the season as well um I mean I I haven't watched it in years I think it's like kind of silly um uh, yeah, yeah I mean it's just not something that I you know ha- have you know planned to to watch or to consume as like entertainment Mm-hmm. Um, I shop a little bit at Victoria's Secret, not for bras, because their bras are trash. Um, but for yep. underwear and things <laughs> like first. that. Yeah, you heard it here first. They're trash. It's true. Yeah. Um, it it just doesn't seem, you know, it just it doesn't seem like a like something that like it's 2019. We're still watching. We're gonna watch these half naked 
women on TV and this we're calling it entertainment. I don't know. I don't know that that's something that yo that's true seems like you the know sexual, what I mean like this sexualizing of it yeah yeah, yeah and this is that's on true. NBC or CBS or whatever it's on you know prime time seven o'clock yeah you know what I mean it's yeah. it's on instead of the news so you know it just sort of seems like something silly and not it's very really, objectifying yeah and not really oh, relevant yeah. I don't think that this is mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think they just need to completely rebrand their entire organization, um, not just th- the fashion show, their entire company. But, you know, I'm not going to miss it. It got canceled. And I feel like a lot of people in college, especially girls, not even guys, like girls, there's a lot of hype around it. But I'm not going to miss it for the reasons that you just explained, Jackie. I think it's objectifying and, you know, it's it's not that exciting in my opinion. I yeah. I watch it for the performers, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's why I think it's fun. Because, like, the year Rihanna performed is, like, that was amazing. And it was mainly just Rihanna. I was really just like, oh, my God. Such a fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's not as good anymore, too. I think it's kind of a testament to how the fashion industry is changing as well. Um, like you said, like, the angels and everything it's not as good as it was when it was like that's the other thing i don't really understand like when tyra banks was walking for victoria's secret like she was not she looked amazing but she was not as skinny as they are now yeah um so i don't really know why they turned and kind of that's the thing with the rebranding i'm like can you rebrand now like it's a little too late you didn't you had the chance to do better and you didn't so i don't know that i'm as forgiving of a a late oops we should have done this sooner like you should be ahead of it or not so yeah. maybe it's r.i.p maybe it's the end of the era victoria's secret is out yeah just airy is like where you should get your bras and underwear yeah <laughs> not sponsored but like if you want to sponsor us yeah there are big companies that are doing these sort of like active campaigns where they have i say plus size like they're not they're like normal yeah, like what yeah these are just normal people what they call plus size models right and like they're super hot they look great like and i'm, I'm i don't look at it and think it's bizarre i don't know when can we get average looking models you know yeah oh my no God. more hot models i, I know average looking models that's real that's not true all women are beautiful oh, <laughs> fruit of the loom <sighs> God. Does Fruit of the Loom want to sponsor us? Yeah. <laughs> Hanes. They can. I will gladly take packs of underwear. Fenty Savage. Yeah. I'll gladly work with Rihanna. Yeah. Any day. True. Her On anything. does lingerie. I th- oh my god. <laughs> Popular, um, unpopular opinion. Okay, Go so we- Commando. Don't support any of these. Ooh, I don't true, know. Commando seems true. like a lot for me. <laughs> Sorry, say again. You could, but it could get uncomfy. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm a no underwear person. That's a hot take there. I said it. It's very but... bold. <laughs> I mean, some We've all been there. It's just like, yeah. Let it be free. Yeah. Let it breathe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On that I note. That's the, um, I think that's it for this week's episode. Thanks again, guys, for listening in. Just before we sign off, one thing we just want to let you guys know is given the Thanksgiving holiday coming up, 
We won't be recording next week's episode, so we will see you again in two Tuesdays from today. Um, and we hope you have a really restful and enjoyable Thanksgiving. And if you're not following us already, follow us at Her Take Pod on Twitter and at Her Take Podcast on Instagram. Thanks again, guys, and we'll catch you in two weeks. In December. We'll catch you in December. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Catch you in December. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Talk soon. Bye. Lots of love. Bye.